I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome, Vicki. Well, Patty, once again, we have Laurel Sykes back. And as you know, Laurel is the Senior Vice President with Montecito Bank and Trust and their Chief Risk Officer. Welcome, Laurel. Glad to have you back. Thanks, Laurel, for being here. Thank you. Glad to be here. So, Laurel, tax season is around the corner, and we know that this is also a time when the scammers come out. So I'm wondering if there are any scams associated with tax season that our listeners should know about. Absolutely. So tax season, W-2s, um, your return filings, all of that. It's, it's kind of a, a holiday of sorts for criminals that are looking to use stolen identities as a way to gain financially from, from the crimes. So one of the things that we, that we see around this time of the year is uh, clients that will call in and indicate that they have learned of their social security number being breached because they went to go file their taxes and found out that someone had already filed their tax return on their behalf using their social security number. How does that happen? So what typically happens is they're, they're standard tax returns. They're not going to be anything complicated because they can actually go online with your social security number and oftentimes without even your W-2s or other information, they can link to their employer and pull down the information directly using these online TurboTax type solutions. Uh, I think last year we had six clients that were subject to this. We're anticipating it to be on the uptick in 2018 just due to the fact that the Equifax breach included the theft of social security numbers for over 145 million consumers. Oh my gosh, that could be a complete nightmare. So once they get your social security number, they can somehow file a tax return and use your identity. Correct. And there's a couple of ways that you can find out if this has happened to you. Unfortunately, it's oftentimes already taken place. I guess number one, you could owe taxes. <laughs> and in that case, they're not necessarily interested in using your identity. That's what uh-huh. I was going to ask you. That wouldn't be very much fun for the criminal, <laughs> <No>. would it? <laughs> no, that's a good way to teach them. But if the IRS does receive a, a duplicate tax return using your social, you're going to get a written notice through the mail from the IRS. They'll also send you an IRS if you have unreported income or if you or someone else are claiming the same dependent. So there's some triggers that'll happen when the IRS does their data checks that might pop up. And then remember, as we've talked about before on this show, the IRS doesn't initiate this contact via email, phone calls, or text. It's all done uh, through, through the certified mail process. So in other words, if somehow the IRS detects that somebody is using your identity, using your social security number, to file duplicate tax return, they will contact you by mail and let you know that this is going on? Correct. And there's, there's ways that you can check yourself as well if you believe or are worried that someone has filed a fraudulent return because you know your social security number has been breached. You can check at www.irs.gov slash refunds to find out if there's any refund pending on your account. And then if you do find that someone has stolen your identity, there's actually an IRS identity theft line that you can call. That number is 800-908-4490. 
I guess you'd know you're in trouble, though, wouldn't you? Because you know somebody out there has your social security number, so they could be doing other horrible things as well. Correct, correct. This might be one of many. And I think in this particular case, the easiest thing to do is to submit your tax return as early as possible. And then be careful of how you dispose of your data. You know, use the microcut cross shredder. Make sure you know your tax preparer. Sometimes our tax preparers are the ones being breached. We had a couple of those cases last year where we were notified that CPAs um, had been breached as well. Um, there's one other way that sometimes the, uh, the crooks can benefit from this tax season time of the year, and that's what we call the W-2 scam. Okay. So anybody receiving W-2 income working for an employer, what we've seen, and we haven't seen this at our institution, but uh, we do know of uh, other banks in the industry and other industries themselves that have fallen prey to these scams. And it's, it's similar to that request that we get, you know, are you at your desk? I'm somewhere lost and I need money, but a little bit di different spin. It'll, it'll be someone pretending to be the CEO or CFO of the company that you work for that sends a request to the HR department saying, hey, I need copies of all the employees W-2s. And you'd be surprised how prevalent that scam is. Once they get a hold of the W-2s, they can then use that information again to file taxes on your behalf, learn about your income, learn about who your employer is and the like. So what kind of protections do companies have to put in place to not fall prey to this kind of a scam? That's a really good question, Vicki. Uh, I would say that companies in and of themselves, there's no requirement for any kind of protections to be put in place. And we hear, you know, cybersecurity being one of the biggest risks facing small businesses today. In the banking environment, we're subject to a significant amount of regulatory guidance. And we get examined by the federal government once every year to make sure that we're doing the right things. The very easiest thing to do is to educate um, your friends, family, employees, that if you get an email that's asking for any kind of really confidential data, um, to have a policy that you call that person out of band to verify their request is legitimate. I think, you know, in our bank, another thing that we do that not all companies are going to have the, the budget for is we have something called data leakage prevention uh, tools that will stop if any sort of client confidential uh, information is, is attempting to be emailed out of the bank. So if we were to detect a social security number in a document, it just wouldn't go. And then we'd be alerted and be able to investigate it at that point. So I think banks do have a little bit bigger standard to live to. Well, it's comforting to know that with the crooks becoming more and more sophisticated, there are safeguards like that in place because it just seems like the crooks keep coming up with more and different and better ways to get our identity and get our information. It's very frightening. It is. It is frightening. Now, I wanted to ask you, does Montecito Bank and Trust have any kind of educational or outreach program to alert your customers about the latest scams that are happening in the community and nationwide? We sure do. We, we have a, a series of things that we do, the first of which uh, we've created a social media page um, to, to post these types of scenarios as they come about. You can find us on our, our Montecito Bank and Trust Facebook page, and the, the page is called Fraud Fighters. And every Tuesday and Friday, we'll post new topics about what's going on. The other thing that we do is we go out in the community and we do um, cybersecurity talks with the business community, with the nonprofit community. Um, we also do it with individual groups. We spoke last week uh, at the Senior Congress um, in Thousand Oaks for about 300 senior citizens on the impacts of 
of cybersecurity and things they can do to protect themselves. And we're always open to, to new presentations. Well, that's really a wonderful service that you're offering and really so very, very important nowadays with uh, everybody trying to hack into our accounts and get our personal information. So once again, Laurel, we're so happy to have you on and uh, so glad that you're able to alert our listeners what they need to be careful about during our tax season. Thank you so much, Laurel. Good advice. Absolutely. Thank you.